Hello, I'm Margaret O'Brien, and I'm going to be the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for joining us for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 201 of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming away as far as upcoming movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with someone from the TV, movie, or music industry. This week, it's getting close to Oscar time. We have an Oscar-winning actress with us. We have Margaret O'Brien joining us, and on February 16th, 2012, Thursday evening at the California Independent Film Festival in Moraga, California. She is going to be there. They're going to have the closing film, which is going to be Meet Me in St. Louis, and you will see a classic film and a very classy lady as she joins you to watch the film and also to uh, talk about it. There's going to be a question and answer period. You get a chance to meet her, and she's going to be there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So I hope if you're in that area that you get a chance to go over and check on that. And it is our 201st episode. Like I said, last week we had Bert Young on here. We have Margaret O'Brien this week. And we have more great guests coming away. So I hope you're going to keep listening to On Screen and Beyond. Tell a friend and be sure to get them to um, check out our list at onscreenandbeyond.com. We have over 200 guests who have been here. And they are just some fascinating people who tell you some great stories. And you can check it out at onscreenandbeyond.com. While you're there, check out our uh, Book Nook page where you can find some great books that we've had a chance to review. Of course, we have our uh, DVD reviews and our TV DVD reviews. You can check all those out, and it's all right there. If you get a chance and uh, you're going to buy something, you know, not from us because we don't sell anything, but if you uh, are going to buy something, if you go through one of our sponsors, uh, it helps support the show, and we will continue to bring you some more great guests. So we would appreciate that. And what do you say? We get right into a little bit of Remake Madness next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness coming your way. It looks like the remake of 1986's film Short Circuit is moving along, and a writer is now attached to the project, and they are looking for a 2013 release. Well, a live-action remake of The Jetsons is still in the works. And I don't know about you, but this one seems to have bad idea written all over it. But we'll see. And a remake of The Saint TV show, which shied Roger Moore, Sir Roger Moore, is headed for a big screen release. Currently, it's listed as in development. That is it for remakes. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On, upcoming movies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Upcoming movies, well, a musical is on the horizon. Scarlett Johansson and Mark Ruffalo will star in a film about a girl who heads to New York City and gets discovered. And the title of the film is Can a Song Save Your Life? Sharon Stone will star in Attachment, about a married woman who seduces a student, and he then starts dating her daughter. And Sean Levy will direct, and Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson will star in a comedy written by Vaughn, and it's called The Interns. It's the first time that these two guys have teamed up since the wedding crashes, so we'll keep an eye on that one. And that's it for upcoming movies. Next, we take you down to Sequel City, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City, well, Al Pacino will lend his voice as the villain in Despicable Me 2, and the small-budget film The Raid will get a big-budget sequel tentatively called Berendel. And look for Bridget Jones 3. Ooh, it's been put on hold tentatively while they fix the script issues that uh, has been floating around in rumors. So we'll see what goes on with that one. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as TV on DVD? TV on DVD, well, August 28th, Season 1 of Revenge will arrive on DVD. And March 20th, Kojak Season 3 will land on DVD in a six-disc set. And on May 8th, Vegas Season 3, Volume 1 with Robert Urich makes its way to DVD. That is about it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, movies coming your way on DVD. Movies on DVD, well, March 20th, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy comes to DVD and Blu-ray. And in June, David Radcliffe, uh, Harry Potter fame, of course, in The Woman in Black lands on DVD and Blu-ray. If you haven't had a chance to check that one out, check it out. It's a good, scary movie. And The Artists will be in stores in April. That is it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, I had a chance to talk with Oscar-winning actress Margaret O'Brien. She was, of course, in Meet Me in St. Louis and also in The Secret Garden, Little Women, uh, The Canterville Ghost. She was in so many different films, and she's uh, just a very nice person. She's going to be honored uh, and at the California Independent Film Festival. They're going to be having a showing of Meet Me in St. Louis as their final film of the festival, and it's going to be closing night on Thursday, February 16th, 2012. If you get a chance and you're in the Moraga, California area, Check it out. It's a lot of fun. She'll have a question and answer period, and it's going to be a lot of fun to check out. So if you're in that area, be sure to be there. And it's time now to talk to her right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is an Academy Award-winning actress who has starred in such films as Meet Me in St. Louis with Judy Garland, The Secret Garden, The Canterville Ghost, and Little Women. It's Margaret O'Brien. Margaret, it's an honor to have you here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, thank you. It's, it's an honor to be on and say hello to everybody. Margaret, of course, you're going to be at the California Independent Film Festival. We are so excited that you're going to be there. And I just wanted to let everybody have a little background about how you started in the business. 
well, you were very I, young, right? Yes, I was only four. Wow. Uh, but my mother was a famous dancer, and my aunt was also a famous dancer, and they were with Rita Hayworth company, ah. uh, her father and mother's company, and they were uh, the lead da- Spanish dancers. And my mother was having some pictures taken for the front of the theater, and um, she uh, did not have a babysitter, so uh, she brought me along and my little dog. And the photographer happened to spot one of us, and he said, that's the face I'm looking for. I'm doing a cover for Saturday Evening Post. Well, my mother thought it was probably her or my aunt, and he said, it's the dog. (laughs) So he said, could I use that dog? It's the perfect dog face I'm looking for. And then he said, well, the baby's not so bad. Why don't you put, well, put her in with the dog? And we made the cover. And then my dog and I modeled for uh, Paul Hesse for many magazine covers. Mm -hmm. And uh, when the studio was looking for a child, to uh, be uh, in Journey for Margaret, uh, they happened to spot this magazine cover and uh, called me out among many thousands of children, and I got the part. Wow. So, so actually, when it all started, it was sort of like a team effort when you, <laughs> when you started. It was, yes. My mother not thinking about my career at that point, but... Um, was going to continue, really. She was um, interested in building my aunt's career as a dancer. Mm -hmm. So you never know what's going to happen in this business. Wow. As far as your first feature that you were in, the uh, Journey for Margaret, that was the first one you did? Uh, Journey for Margaret. Actually, I had a small part in a film called Babes on Broadway. Ah, okay. um, And Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland were in that, although we didn't have any scenes together. I just had a very small part. Oh, okay. So, so, so then, then... Then the big role came along, which was Journey for Margaret. Being one of the biggest child actors back then, <laughs> how, was it, how was it for you uh, growing up and, and, and being a famous child actor? Actress, I should say. Well, um, I kind of grew up with it, so to me it was very normal. Mm-hmm. And I had a, you know, a normal childhood. I had you know, my friends... Uh, plus, also, people don't realize there's always another little girl on the set working on the set with you. And she goes in and stands under the lights and would double for me. You know, if there was a scene where I couldn't do, she'd go in and be the double. And we had to sort of dress alike and have the same pigtails. Mm-hmm. So, um, and her, uh, the young lady who was my stand-in and double, her father was the head prop man at MGM, and her name was Maureen Lee. So we were always on the set together and played together and went to school on the set. And as a matter of fact, we renewed our acquaintance a couple of years ago, and she's going to be with me in San Francisco and do a little talk about how it was to be on the set of Little Women. and Wow. All, all of because she was in with me on most of my films. Hmm. Oh, so they just carried carried her along too. Just, just uh, that's right. As a backup, uh, because yeah. she had a very significant role, and she would go in and stand under. They needed someone to do the lighting. Mm-hmm. That sort of looked similar, had the same hair coloring, and then uh, could double to be in some of the scenes. So uh, 
there was a little girl always on the set, so I was never deprived of, you know, someone to be with me or, right. or we could play together, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, being so young and being on, on the screens and stage and all of that, was it difficult for you to learn your lines? No, I have a phot photographic memory that I could look at it once and I knew the lines, so that was no problem for me. When you first started out, were you able to read the oh, lines? Oh, no, not at four. Wow. I wasn't reading. I was put in school, but not that good. <laughs> so I memorized all of my lines, and then I did a lot of radio, and I had to memorize all of the radio shows because I didn't read. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So that was wonderful experience for later when I went into the theater and did a lot of stage work. I had already sort of had that um, live uh, you would call um, training mm -hmm. on radio. Yeah. When you were young, were there any actresses that you admired and wanted to be like, or, or at four years old, were you just, you know, <laughs> you were just being put you know, where the, they told you? The one that I always um, loved and wanted to be like was Vivian Lee. Ah, yeah. So, because the studio would show me some of her films when I wasn't working and I wanted to see a movie. Mm-hmm. So Vivian Lee was really the only one I wanted to have their autographs. Yeah. And finally, I did get a chance when I went to England. Uh, it was arranged that I would have tea with Vivian Lee. And I was just in awe. That was one of the biggest days of my life. Wow. In a lot of the films that you were in, you seem to be able to cry on demand, and you cried a lot. <laughs> A was, lot in film. I didn't cry a lot in real life. Right. <laughs> I was a pretty happy child, but um, that was my job, yeah. and I just did it. I mean, the scene called for it, and I, I would be able to cry. Uh, sometimes I would have a hard time if I had really, you know, been playing in the morning, and especially on Meet Me in St. Louis, mm -hmm. uh, when Judy uh, Garland was so nice, she would play with the children. She loved jumping rope with all of us and everything. So I was having a happy time, and when I had to do the snowman scene and, and destroy my snowmen because we were moving to New York, um, I was supposed to cry, and I had a hard time. So there's been many stories of how they got me to cry. Mm -hmm. But the real story is uh, June Ellison and I were in competition on the lot of who could cry better. Because <laughs> she cried in a lot of her movies, too. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was having a hard time, I... My mother came over to me and said, well, I'll have the makeup man put false tears on your face. But June is such a great actress, she always cries real tears. Huh. And then I started to cry, because I wasn't <laughs> going to let her win the competition. <laughs> now, in, in The Secret Garden, uh, you did such a wonderful job in that film. Um, but there was that one scene where you were having a screaming fight with uh, the other act, young actor. Dean Stockwell. Yeah. yeah, and you were screaming back and forth at each other. Did you hurt your throat? when? I mean, you were really screaming. <laughs> oh, I was a pretty good screamer, and it was kind of fun. I loved doing that, because I was, you know, in, in real life, I wasn't allowed to scream, right. you know, like that. <laughs> so, so this was really fun, so we were both having a great time. 
to see who could scream the loudest. I think I won, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but that that whole film, uh, you did such a wonderful job in there. I, I just have to tell you that because it, Thank you. it was a wonderful movie, and, and it was a very emotional performance that you gave in that. Well, thank you. I, I enjoyed this. I was so lucky to be able to do so many of my favorite books, mm. which was Little Women, Secret Garden, Jane Eyre, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Was that just by circumstance that you got to be on those films, or were you trying to get on those, those films? Uh, no, that was just circumstance. Wow. We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. Working with so many great actors and actresses that you worked with over the years, uh, how was it working with Charles Lawton? Well, I thought at first it would be scary working with Charles Lawton, <laughs> but I loved working with him because he really treated me like an adult actress mm-hmm. and would try to steal the scene, and then I'd try to steal his scene, and then I'd go to somebody and say, I think he's doing better, and he'd go to Robert Young and say, I think she's doing better than me. So I love that. We became great friends after the film was over. Uh-huh, yeah. Now, I've heard something about you working with Lionel Barrymore and a piano. Oh, yes. Well, Lionel Barrymore, of course, was older when I worked with him, but he was so sweet. But there was a piano on the set, and I don't know how to play the piano, but I thought it was fun to sit down between scenes and plunk on this piano mm-hmm. and try to come up with some kind of a tune. But he would want to be napping, and I would wake him up, so he told him this was Maureen's father, the, who was the prop man, to tape up the piano so it wouldn't make any noise. <laughs> so when I went down to play, there was no sound. And then he felt so badly that he did that to me that he made me all these beautiful rag dolls. Oh. He was quite the, the artist in making these dolls for me. So he made up for it by doing that. So he actually was making these dolls himself? He actually made them, yes. Wow. Do do you happen to still have those? No, I don't, which is so unfortunate. But when I did the movie Bad Baskin, I I loved being with the Indians. We had the Apache tribe. Mm -hmm. So in the movie, there's an Indian attack. So when I got home, I scalped all my dolls. (laughs) And that ended all my dolls. So when I had my daughter... I had to go out and buy a Margaret O'Brien doll. Really? <laughs> yes. For her. Jeez. What about working with a lot of different directors? What about Wallace Berry? How is it working with him? He was the only one that was very difficult. He did not like children. Really? And he was very, very difficult ah. to work with. Um, he would, you know, want to steal your lunch and and take it to his cabin. He lived up in the in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. My mother would have to steal it back, and he'd try to turn my face away from the camera. But he was a wonderful actor. You know, yeah. even Marjorie Maine said, you know, she needed a medal to work with Wallace Berry. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Another one, Meet Me in St. Louis, which was a fantastic film that you were in, and you worked with Judy Garland on that one. Now, I've heard a story about a flipper, the teeth braces that they put in. Oh, those were like, I had lost my teeth when I did Meet Me in St. Louis, so they 
uh, made like a little bridge yeah. thing, so it looked like I still had teeth in front. Yeah. And um, one day I was I was talking or playing, and and the thing fell out of my mouth and hit Judy Garland, <laughs> and she said, "What is this?" And I said, "Oh, it's just my teeth." <laughs> So that that was a, a kind of an experience that I had to go through while doing that film. <laughs> then thank goodness they grew in after that. Yeah. Well, when you're young and you're growing up, that happens. I'm sure the studio wants to, to, to make sure that everything is perfect, right? It does. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Now, speaking of the studio system, MGM put you under long-term contract. Right. Uh, was that still... The I'm not sure when the studio system ended. Was it around that time, or was it still no, going? No, the studio to... system ended uh, after um, I did really Secret Garden. It started to end. Oh, see. And they wanted me to stay under contract with other actors and actresses, but television was becoming big at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mother thought it was better not to stay under contract because they wanted everybody to take a cut in salary. Uh, and I'm so glad that I moved on to television, because then I did all the big television shows and worked in all those shows for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Now, looking back, do you think the studio system was good or bad? Oh, I thought it was good. Yeah. I, I think it was very good. It was very protective. It was very nice. It's just a completely different business today. Right, yeah. Once television came in. Another thing that I was I was wondering back then Hollywood and maybe it's just maybe the image that everybody has of it it seemed so glamorous back then it was do it you, was very glamorous is it and, do, compared to today do you think it's changed a lot oh I think it, it's all changed a lot yes very very much so uh, because there isn't the studio system anymore uh, each film you do or each thing you do is separated separate mm-hmm. from, um, you know, the other. Uh, today you do product, you do uh, appearances at different, you know, places, you do talks, um, you do a, a many more variety of things. It's not just doing films anymore. Right, yeah. How was it when you won your Academy Award, when you heard you were nominated for one? How did you react? Well, I didn't think about it. You know, my mother knew I was going to be nominated, but um, to me, it was just going to be a fun evening. And I, I love Bob Hope movies, and they said if I win, that I'll be presented the award by Bob Hope. And I was more interested in seeing Bob Hope <laughs> at the time. Uh, so I didn't really appreciate it until a little bit older. Yeah. Do you know who was also being nominated at, at that time? No, I don't. I don't t- remember who yeah. else was nominated. At yeah, that I was time. trying to find out, and I I, I couldn't see. Uh, I don't know. I understand that you received your Academy Award, and it, it got lost at some point. Um, yes, it did get lost for quite a few years, and I never thought I'd get it back. And then uh, these auctioneers saw this award at a swap meet, and they thought, "Gee." That looks like it's real, and they bought it. But, of course, the Academy is always looking for lost Oscars. And they uh, found these auctioneers who had put uh, advertisement in their magazine and had already had a buyer. They said, you can't sell that. You can't sell Oscars. 
that has to be returned to Margaret O'Brien or the Academy. So I was one of the few people that had uh, one Oscar presented twice. So they, when they found it, they actually brought it back to you and presented it to you? Uh, yes, they uh, did. During a ceremony, or well, they had a ceremony at the academy. Ah, yeah. Boy, I bet you very lovely. Yeah, I bet you never expected to find that again. (laughs) No, I didn't. So you never know when you're going to find something. Yeah, you never give up. Right. Yeah. Now, of all the movies that you did make, is there one that was closest to your heart that you that you enjoyed the most? Um, I think my favorite. I I love them all, but I think my favorite was. Little Women. Mm-hmm. I love doing Little Women. Yeah. Because uh, we all became very good friends, and that was my favorite book. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to wear these wonderful costumes done by Walter Plunkett, who did the costumes in Gone with the Wind. And, of course, Vivian Lee was my favorite actress, so those were my favorite costumes. Yeah. yeah. So that was exciting. Of all the TV shows that you appeared on... You were in so many different TV shows, everything from uh, Wagon Train to oh, Rawhide. Yes. <laughs> and, Playhouse 90. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Studio One in Hollywood. Uh, right. Just, uh, it's, I love doing the Playhouse 90 with Jack Lemon and Gladys Cooper. Because mm-hmm. um, it was kind of a different role uh, where he was a Jack the Ripper and I was his wife and eventually I get... He strangles me, and it was all very dramatic. <laughs> but it was a very good story, and he was wonderful in it. Yeah, yeah. And a wonderful variety of some wonderful new directors and wonderful uh, written scripts. Yeah, yeah. Were there any... uh, one that was written by Roger O'Herson, um, which was with Fanchet Tone, where he was a school teacher, and it was called like a, a town called Scandal. Uh, with one of his students. So it was, in, and, and uh, he had gone on, the, the author, to write some wonderful things. Yeah. Were there any ever any directors that you worked with in the movies that you ended up working on uh, TV shows also, or did they not cross over? No, they didn't really cross over, um, although I worked with some wonderful uh, directors, Ralph Nelson, um, he went on to do great things, and Alfred Hitchcock, which I love the show, with, with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, so some wonderful new great directors that went on, you know, to do some other very big things. Yeah. Are you in anything coming up? I, I was looking over some some uh, different things, and I noticed that you, you have uh, some things that are in production. Yes, I um, did a film called Load. Star Saga uh, for um, Ivan Di Carlo's son, uh, Bruce Morgan, who produced and directed it. Uh-huh. And it's kind of an interesting sci-fi type of movie. Yeah. And Randall Malone is in it, my very dear friend, and some new, very young uh, new actresses that are very good. And uh, it's it's going to be interesting. It, it spans Many years, it starts out uh, like in the Civil War period and goes to modern times. Hmm. So that was interesting to do. Yeah, that sounds like it would be interesting. And Jerry Marin is in it, you know, uh, the last really living of the Munchkins. Right, yeah, yeah. And he has a part in it. So it's, it's going to be an interesting film. 
Hmm. Well, it'll be good to see you back on the screen. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah. And I'll be looking forward to San Francisco. Yes. And, Margaret, I'd like to finish up with two final questions. All right. Besides TV shows that you were on, what are your favorite TV shows to sit back and watch or in the past that you enjoyed watching? What's your favorite TV shows? In the past? E- well, new or old? I think television has some wonderful new things. Uh, coming out. I loved um, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm, yeah. I love the new Camelot series. Mm-hmm. I love that. I loved Homeland. Yeah. I love watching some of the reality shows like Project Runway. I love that. Yeah. And uh, because I'm all very interested in fashion, and that has a lot to do today in our show business, uh, different fashion things. So um, I, I learn a lot from from uh, the different shows. Yeah, yeah. I even watch Doctor Oz. Uh huh. Yes. In fact, I watched him earlier today. Learned a few new things. Yeah, he's always always good to, to watch because yeah, he talks about health. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of good things on today. Yeah. What about uh, movies? What are your favorite all-time movies? Not not necessarily ones you were in, but just things you enjoy. Waterloo Bridge with Vivian Lee, of course. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Gaslight with Ingrid Bergman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those are some of my favorite movies. Uh, you know, I love I, I sort of Wuthering Heights. Uh, I love the, the movies from books. You know. Yeah. Yeah. History type movies. Yeah. I love the one I just saw called War Horse. I love that. I think that's one of the best horse movies it, since National Velvet. Yeah, nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Well, Margaret, I uh, thank you so much for doing this, and uh, it's well, been you're a pleasure. Welcome. It's a pleasure it's talking to you. Very nice talking to you, and I'm looking forward to the film festival. Great. All right. Well, so thank take you. Care now. You're most welcome. <laughs> Margaret O'Brien, it's such an honor to be able to talk to her and get her story and share it with all of you. And she's given us so many great films like Meet Me in St. Louis with Judy Garland. She won her Oscar for that. The Secret Garden, The Canterville Ghost, The Little Women. Uh, Just on and on and on, all the things she did. Great actress. If you get a chance, check out those classic films because they're just a great bunch of films to watch. And that is about it for this week. And I uh, just want to remind you, if you have a suggestion of somebody you'd like to have us interview, uh, whether they're from the movie, TV, or music industry, you can go to onscreenorbeyond.com. Uh, you can email us at feedback at onscreenorbeyond.com. And uh, we'll see what we can do about getting that person on. Uh, we've got a lot of requests. We're trying to get as many as we possibly can. A lot of good suggestions, people I don't think about sometimes. So I, I appreciate when you do that. And if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us there. And uh, be sure to check out onscreenorbeyond.com with all our different pages we have there. Reviews of movies, reviews of DVDs, TV DVDs, and uh, just books and things that we've uh, been given to to review. And uh, we uh, really hope you'll check those out. So, anyways, until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) Thank you.